This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Our intentional distractions from our own productivity and our well-being. what's going on welcome to the bird brain podcast where the goal is to rise above it all stay elevated create that infinity and up your you i'm your host isaiah and we're just chilling <laughs> we're just chilling today um so many thoughts so many thoughts so many thoughts in the past couple of days weeks months just been a lot of thinking a lot of doing, right? A lot of thinking, a lot of doing, but a lot of observation in terms of just how the world works and uh, just how we function, you know, in terms of our relationships, our day-to-day, like our own habits. And I think either I was like just (laughs) randomly thinking about this or I was talking to a client about this this concept of like finding things to be in conflict with because it takes you away from having to do the self-work, right? Um, satellite conflicts is how I, how I, how I coined it. Satellite conflicts, right? You are having all these things constantly orbiting in your in your cipher. And there's always an issue, right? There's always an issue. There's always something that you got to do. There's always something that you, you got to run to and take care of and all these other things. And it's like, truth be told, you're not sitting with yourself. And why is that? Why is that, right? I've heard sometimes where, you know, people are like, yeah, you know, I like relationships where we have to argue. Like, there has to be an argument. And it's like, why? Why is that a, a prerequisite for your relationship? Why is that a prerequisite for your relationship? Because it gives you something to do, right? Or you hear somebody say, yeah, this person is boring because they don't argue or whatever. They don't they don't fight. It's like, no, that person's not boring. They're just regulated a lot of times. Okay. 
And we have these different approaches to just what we prioritize, what we deem as a priority, what we deem as significant, who we deem as a priority, who we deem as significant. And a lot of times we'll find ourselves um, choosing to be in relationship with people, even if it's like a pseudo connection, being in a relationship with people that give us a reason to be in conflict, right? I think I always say social media. Social media is a good, you know, um, I guess if you will, a case study because it just shows you how people are willing to behave, project, and engage even with people they don't know. If you go on social media and you are looking to just, you know, argue and project your, your own beliefs and you say these things, these outlandish things that are kind of attacking another person that you don't know. The fact that you, that's how you will, are willing to engage with someone you don't know goes to show that that was already kind of like in the magazine clip. You were just looking for an opportunity to fire off. And the reason you're doing that is because you don't want to deal with yourself or actually, you know, exhibit some level of self-control or do the inner work. So instead, you go out into the world looking for somebody else that you could fight with, right? You are looking for satellite conflicts to have in your life, to justify your behavior, to justify your feelings, right? To give your feelings more credibility. Oh, this person said this thing and it bothers me and that's not right. And I, I have to now advocate for all these other people out in the world who may hear this message. And it's like, none of these other people asked you, you know, there's this virtual signaling that's involved or this, this false, um, heroism that's being put into play. Also, you could get something off your chest that you don't know how to process otherwise, right? Satellite conflicts. Or we engage in these relationships with other people, like personal relationships where, you know, if this person always has a problem, I always have to be there. I make it my business to always be there. Right? Always being the one that shows up. Versus having some kind of boundaries in place. And it could be multiple reasons as to why. Well, you know, they're family or, you know, I, I want to make sure I'm a good friend. I want to make sure I'm a good family member, uh, even a good spouse. I want to make sure I'm supporting them. And it's like sometimes, truthfully, supporting people looks like allowing them to support themselves. But our eagerness a lot of times to distract ourselves from our own stuff shows up in the conflicts or the things that we are constantly chewing on. Like if somebody is always, you know, having an issue and we are always there, well, I can't be in two places at once. I don't have time to take care of myself because, well, I got to take care of this other person and they're in need, right? And basically it's just using someone else as a scapegoat <laughs> to avoid your own growth, right? To avoid your own discomfort. And we can find different ways to justify it, right? I'm not saying like, you know, hole up or wall wall yourself in. But what I am saying is take a look at the problems that exist in your life. How many of them actually have to deal with you? 
And if a lot of them deal with you, I want you to ask yourself, why are you the common denominator in these circumstances, in the situations? Like, how are you always the epicenter of these issues? Because we do create our own chaos, right? We do create our own chaos. Or sometimes we'll, we'll make up a certain, again, pseudo situation or, or uh, scenarios in our head about someone or about the relationship we have with them. And we haven't even had a conversation. And we'll avoid the conversation, right? Because the conversation is too uncomfortable. However, we'll create scenarios in our head. We'll assume their own persona. We'll assume their intentions. We'll do all these things that create more conflict because we are so fearful of having a genuine, honest conversation. And if you think about it, it doesn't make sense, does it? Right? I'm in conflict, and I know the way for me to get out of it is to have an uncomfortable conversation, potentially. That may go better than what I expect. However, that's too uncomfortable for me. So you know what I'll do? I'll stand my assumptions. I'll ruminate, right? I'll create different scenarios that will probably never happen. And all in all, I am cementing my own self-fulfilling prophecies. I am making assumptions about this person, thinking for them, putting words into their mouths without them even knowing and without their participation. And now I've conjured up a conflict that doesn't even exist. And now I busy myself with that. It, it takes a lot of time to create a false narrative because you have to keep adding on to the story. You have to. You got to keep it going. And most people do just that. They keep it going. And it's like, what are you doing? Where is this coming from? So now you have these feelings about this person. And if you do happen to run into them or speak to them or engage with them, you feel some type of way. And they have no idea. No idea. So I want you to look at the things that are in your life right now that are conflicts. What what are your what are your problems right now? What do you see as problems? Is it a person? Is it a purchase? <laughs> right? Is it actually a problem that you can at least take steps toward fixing and resolving? Or not? And be honest with yourself, right? What problems have you created? You know, sometimes if you listen close enough and you listen to somebody express what's going on with them and you ask, where's the actual issue? And what are you willing to do about it? What are you willing to do about it is always a good question. Ownership, right? And some people truly take pride in being the one that everybody relies on. Because it gives them a sense of like identity, importance, right? Responsibility. However, we have to be mindful of that. Because when you take on that role and people hold you in that space, and then you finally do hit a wall and you become now resentful, well, what were you doing all this time? 
you know, the thing about adults, I heard this quote a long time ago, was like, adults don't need your help. They do, but in the grand scheme, not as much as you think. And sometimes we run the risk of preventing people from helping their, themselves because we are eager to be seen as invaluable, as trustworthy, as kind, as caring, as empathetic, as a giver, right? As a good person. We want all these things to be our um, identities, our adjectives, right? So we jump in and we kind of disrupt the natural processes of somebody doing for themselves. And then what happens is we have people who are not showing up to do for us at all because they never had to, so why would they now? Why would they now? And then we get upset, <laughs> right? But you have to look at what is orbiting around you. What do you keep in orbit? Why do you do that? We have to start looking at chaos as something that has to be invited into our space. It needs an invite. Right? If you are on the receptive end of someone who always has an issue... What do you get out of constantly engaging? And be honest with yourself. Why are you doing it? What does it give you? What does it offer you? And if you're annoyed with that person because they just can't seem to you know, get out of their own way, et cetera, et cetera, how are you enabling them? And what does that say about you? In your own conflicts, the own, how are you in your own way? Okay, because a lot of times it's really not about the other person. It's how we engage with them. Okay. Take a look at your solar system. <laughs> What's in orbit around you? And if you were constantly existing in dynamics where there's always an issue, what's the common denominator? Right? If you're always being the one that's fixing, why is that? What is it that you're trying to avoid? You know, a lot of times we say, well, yeah, I don't want this person to struggle, et cetera. The thing about it is this. If you look close enough, people are going to figure out how to survive. They're going to figure it out. But if they recognize that they don't have to, you know, that's where the trauma dumping kind of comes in. Like, I always come to you and I dump your prob my problems onto you because I know you'll be there, right? And then I go and create more problems and then I come back and I dump them onto you.
what is in orbit around me? I want you to take a look at, like, just write down this week. What am I at conflict with? Is work stuff? Is relationship stuff? How can this conflict be resolved or at least relieved? Is it a simple conversation to fix? And why haven't I engaged yet? Because I'm afraid of how the other person is going to respond. So instead, I create their responses in my head. <laughs> Something to just think about. I was thinking about that as I was going through my my stuff. And as I'm working with people through their own. Awareness is a funny thing because when somebody says they know, it's like, oh, you know this. Okay. You know you're doing this. Cool. You have awareness. Now what actions are you willing to take? And then when things do happen, who are we blaming for it? These are things to think about. And if you look at a lot of your problems in life, I want you to ask yourself, how am I creating it? How am I, you know, uh, perpetuating it? How am I fertilizing it? And then you go from there. All right. So just something to chew on for the week. Sometimes the world does revolve around us. <laughs> the chaos in our worlds, our own personal worlds, definitely revolves around us because we are the common denominator and we are the epicenter of it all. And just ask yourself, what am I willing to do differently? All right. Take care of yourselves, y'all. Uh, take care of each other. Coaching is available. The link for it will be in the description. The website is up. You can check it out. Get to read a little about me and my my work um, and also book with me i have a couple slots open for some new clients so yeah i might bleed i might bleed i may be implementing workshops pretty soon um i know folks have asked about that and uh, i did one workshop and it was it was pretty fun it was a good intimate group and it was chill um and i might bring those back I think it'd be cool to bring those back. So keep an eye open for that. But in the meantime, yeah, hit me up. But yeah, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.